the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. All right, Jerry's answering a question off the air, or trying to. Uh, Calvin is throwing him a... Oh, did you? Yeah, D, I die. Would you mind just... D, what? How do you spell it? I'll look it up. You want to ask Claudette? Claudette, do you know? You know what that is, die, what? All right, 210-308-8867, 210 210- 308-8867. Everybody's got this one plant on the tip of their tongue. All right, I'm going to look it up. Right. He's, yeah. I, he's, he went over there to look at the at that planting. Oh, will it have it on the planting? Oh, it'll have. I'm sure it'll have the name on the planting. Okay. How do you spell die? Huh? D-I. Yeah. That's not the same. Oh, okay. D-I... That's it? D-I-O? Dianthus. No. No. <laughs> Direct sunlight. Dichondra. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. While we'll they're have, doing that. We'll, we'll have the whole staff here. Yeah, right? I'll, I'll introduce myself. Uh, introduce the I'll show to you. Of, I'll think of it at the Yeah, end probably in a minute. As soon as he leaves, you'll think of it. All right. All uh, right. Uh, Paul Cox loved that plant. Yeah. Oh, did he? And, uh, it was a Paul plant? Ben, Benny Simpson, uh, uh, the, the guy who used to be our uh, native plant person up in uh, Dallas. Yeah. For A&M, Texas A&M. Uh, he made some selections of that. Oh. Yes, so over native. All right, so we need your help. If you're listening, you need to call in at 210-308-8867. Ground cover, six inch. Okay. Thank so you. we have, um, it had, you want to describe it? Sort of grayish leaves. Looks like Sinisa leaves. And had a little purple flower on it, right? It does, yeah. And that's why we thought you've got this uh, wonderful ground cover that's only six inches tall that they've got a, uh, a patch of it growing out, out outside the fence. And we thought that that was probably the, the plant. But yeah, he, I think that's the one uh, Paul came up with. Uh-huh. The one he had. And the... And the and they had it, uh, they used to plant large beds of it at the botanical garden. That's nice, you know, nice brown cover. But I think it's the one outside the fence y'all are talking about. Yeah. That one. Uh, but uh, he says this is not it. That's right. Um, all right, 210-308-8867. 
210-308-8867. If you can help us out with this, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to keep looking online, but... Uh, well, it'll come. It'll come to somebody. Yeah, I know. We've so, only got fifteen staff there's, members. There's somebody on. listening, and so no, no, and our guys will get it. They just uh, they may be too shy to call in. Let's see, garlic flavored purple flowers, huh? Fragrant <laughs> little blue shaped. Let's see. All right. Well, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South <laughs> Texas. It took us a little while to get to that welcome, but we encourage you, like so many people here, there are a lot of people in front of us. Uh, the porch looks out to the uh, the front of the uh, nursery where all the perennials and the citrus to our right and uh, all the annuals are. There are lots of people out here. That means there are even more in the back in the maze and the moon bounce and the pumpkin patch. Yeah. We've seen people taking pictures today, so we encourage you to come on out and bring the family, the dogs, the cat, uh, and uh, take some pictures out here. If you have a ferret, uh, we, we take great ferret pictures, so you can bring your ferret. Where is he getting all this stuff? <laughs> I'm just encouraging people to come on out and have some fun. Maybe they're thinking, well, I don't, I'd like to go there, but I've just got a ferret. I don't have a dog uh-huh. or a cat. Have we ever had a ferret out here? What was Trace said, the weirdest animal? Have you ever seen a dog react to a ferret? Iguana. Oh, the iguana. That's yeah. right. Yeah, bring your iguanas, too. No, yeah, I bet you, you dogs ter- like ferrets. A terrier, a terrier oh, yeah. do not like, I mean, that, the normal reaction is quite uh, Yeah, they think active. they're a rat. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, well, come on out, and uh, we'll tell you more about what's going on. Uh, thanks to everybody that came out and saw David's presentation yesterday on planting trees for the fall. And other, grow- and other things that you can plant in the fall. We do that every month. We have an Earth Kind seminar. Uh, and I'll tell you more about the one coming up in uh, November in just a little while. I'm still looking for it. Well, we, we, we reported yesterday, Jerry Milton, that uh, we had uh, which, which of the winter annuals were, were coming up and, uh, in, in, with seed. I was a little worried about, because of the heat and the hot soil, Yeah, uh, surprised me a little bit. Now, uh, rutabaga came up, turnips up now, radishes are are up now and uh let's see what else jerry but no lettuce or no, no lettuce or carrots so carrots the, yeah the carrots are carrots are generally slow oh beets that surprised me the beets are up yeah it's just a lot of times i have a little trouble getting the beets to germinate too i'm suspicious of that seed uh-huh jerry uh, oh, trace might have known what it I, was. we have a tendency uh no uh, that lady letter, walked l- off with it let, lettuce seed we have a tendency to uh Use seed for three or four years, and uh, of course we and we've got we also have newer seeds, so we probably should just use the newer seed. He said it wasn't the same thing as what's out there, right? Right. That's right. Yeah. You okay. He well, I, I right. think I'm trying to remember the name of the one that's out there. We what, had a what, plant ID issue. What is the what is that uh, ground cover that's got the sinew? What silver pony foot? Okay. Or Dichondra Silver Falls. Dichondra. Multiple. I said Dichondra. That's the same, though. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. But so you just because it has a different name, Milton, doesn't mean it's a different plant. But is there <laughs> another one similar? Uh, six has a little smaller leaves and a little more viney that you know of? No. Not, not that it's sold regularly. That one, if it's in the sun, the leaves are going to be smaller. Now that could could right be because he didn't have much of a that's in sample our, there. Our anyway. sample is half sun, half shade, so the leaves. Oh, is that are, him there? Or bigger? It's walking. 
I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, well, somebody will remember. Somebody will remember. But it it could be. That's that's absolutely right. A plant like that. It's a, it's a low-water consumption plant, so if it's in a, a shadier spot, it's going to put on a bigger leaf so it can sweat off the water faster. Yeah, and this is this was uh, very small leaves. Yeah. 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 Could be. It's Had a little blue. Little blue flower. Little, little blue. Little blue flower. Little blue. silver. It was nah, foliage of silver. Maybe blue days. Oh. Hmm. I didn't. I, but I don't think that's planted out there. I think it's just silver. Oh, yeah. I thought it looked sort of like a little sinisa leaf, but Calvin said no. Okay. Well, blue uh, blue days too. We we grow a lot of that, and uh, but that's, not, that's not planted out there. So oh, here here he is. All right, Trace, we're going to try again. <laughs> we have another person to add to this. Oh, and Claudette's coming by. Well, be careful. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Trace is giving Germander. Germander. Bum bum bum. Congratulations. Did you get Trace it too, here. Claudette? Did you get Germander, too? Oh, okay. Good yeah, work, she, you guys. Like, yeah. Germander? What's it? Germander. All right, let's uh, see what that looks has like. Has a bloom similar to a Texas sage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a trailing version and an upright version. It's in some way, manner, form, it's a, I think it's an herb, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is, yeah. And it is a good low water consumption. What do they What do they use it for in terms of her, herb? I don't. I don't remember. Uh-huh. Milton will be able to tell us because you you because you see it. In but our the, herb grower grows it, so it's got to be some. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, in, in the herb, herb. herb books, it's a, it's listed too. So, Germander. That's interesting. It says it's a bee magnet. Did you have a question, ma'am? Uh oh. Well, that's okay. What? Oh, did you want to be on the air or no? Oh, okay. Well, here, talk to Jerry real quick. Do you just want to holler at us or what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we, we, we can't. You talk to Calvin. Talk to one of these guys. Because we're, we're on the radio. We yeah, can't. we're on the radio. I can't. Either we get you on or just talk to them. Yeah, you're okay, though. Oh, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> well, who, are you going to be You're going to be hollering at us? Why don't you call, Toler- holler at Jerry? Holler at Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry likes it. He enjoys he, Okay. All right. Well, All right. What's up? All right. Trace is up here. Trace, why don't we take this opportunity <laughs> to have you tell us what's going on at the nursery and what's coming in? Oh, let's see. The same the cool weather vegetables, although uh, Swiss chard was available again. So oh, good. Okay. We should be getting uh, some bright light Swiss chard in. Uh, great selection on the cool weather stuff. It just keeps getting better and better. For, good. For the six packs on the vegetables and for the four inch pots on the on the color end. Yeah. All right, and so we've got the so Swiss chard coming in, or just we're just getting more supplies of, of more plants. Uh, Swiss, well, we've been out of Swiss chard for a couple of days. Oh, so okay. We'll, we'll have uh, Can have some in some in this week. And are we getting? Do we have uh, Brussels sprouts out there? We do. Getting, oh, good. Okay. Six, six packs. Or at least okay. it was. Yeah, they're right there. I see them. Yeah, and is that that one of the ones that's on sale? It is. Okay, good. Dollar eighty-eight. Dollar eighty-eight six pack. Yeah, let me get my uh, sales sheet up. I had the Germander sheet up. But, uh, yeah, so uh, we had someone ask us about that yesterday, and we assured them they had some over there. So hopefully went and found them. But uh, good. So lots of great stuff. And then what's happening here? We're going to hear things go by. It's going to sound like this. And I was walking up. Sounds like you're describing Roger. (laughs) I am describing Roger. What's Roger doing? And I was walking up. One of the employees 
was standing in front of where the train is supposed to be parked, and the train was coming. No, oh, no. And he let he let Roger drive right up to him and stop. I had. <laughs> I told him I said, "You braver man than I am." Yeah. With Roger driving. Let's kill the zombie. No. Gotta roll over the zombie. <laughs> So he's driving the train. Okay, so Roger's <laughs> driving the train. Out of all that, Roger's driving the train. We got the terror train. We've got the uh, bounce house. The bounce all the house. The maze going. The maze is up. And we can't appreciate it. Jerry and I both know this. Just yesterday, how many people? I mean, there are a lot of people in front of us right now that you're looking out on. But there are more people behind the yeah. two story in the and maze, the having a great time. Well, if I was, I would worry about that if I was you too. Why? Covering your your behinds or backs. Seems to be a reasonable thing for you two to do. What's he talking about? No, I don't know. Must, must be the abuse he took on the tomato. Maybe so. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, she right. was. She was just. She was uh, just a combination of frustration with our weather and uh, uh, trying to pick the right varieties for the. What did she plant? All celebrity this year. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so that I was kind of saying, well, if you had Ruby Crush and BHN 968, you. They'll respond quickly. But one thing that is happening, at least in my garden, the uh, tomatoes are all, the leaves are already starting to widen. Yeah. And perk up. I told her in a week she'd have, she would have leaves that look like uh, tomato expectation. In a week she might have some some fruits in it, too. Yeah, yeah, they're blooming most places, too. Oh, good. But. And uh, nighttime temperatures are right. Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, Jerry brought this up last week. It, we kind of we're pressing. If we have a our freeze doesn't come until late in the winter, we'll mature some fruit. But uh, the big ones may not make it if we have our normal freeze yeah. time. But hey, uh, it'll be fun to watch it. Uh, one of the things you brought up yesterday uh, was strawberries, and Calvin went and checked them out today. Uh, you, so, what do they were. Um, Queen Anne and was it Seascape? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they weren't the they weren't the there was one other selection we had last year. Right, but Queen, we had Queen Anne last year. Yeah, did we? And we had Queen Anne, and then there were so something you missed uh, mentioned festival. Oh, or festival. Yeah. Fest, Fiesta. Fest, fest, yeah. Festival was it last yeah. year? But uh, there wasn't any starters available. Uh, oh, okay. At least that's what the growing operations all told me. Okay. Yeah. And they they've got Seascape. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both good varieties. Yeah, Seascape is. Uh, I, I was judging the Poteet Strawberry Festival when uh, they entered. Somebody entered the first flat of Seascape, and uh, when it first came on the market, and we were, we 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 were. Getting, we were tasting the berries as we as we judged. That's them, the best course. part of the judging. Right? That's the best part of the judging, and that seascape won because of the flavor. Oh, okay. it was so sweet. That's when it first came out. Well, I'm that, sure, that was, sure that, it's the same. That was our uh, the thing about last year too. Those tomatoes, they lended themselves to a backyard kind of production, mm-hmm. and so they're you know. You, uh, even Milton was harvesting tomatoes through the whole strawberries. Strawberries, strawberries, yeah, yeah, <laughs> strawberries. Yeah, and that was, they just kept giving. They yeah, were, I mean, it was like you know, I took. I mean, mine were not that great, but 
<laughs> took two off. There was nothing else on. And then a, a week later, you get a couple more. And then take those. And a week later, you get a couple more. And you never fertilized them, right? Uh, I did in the beginning. And then I forgot. Well, they were. Uh, <laughs> he forgot. They make nice landscape plants, too. They do. You got half whiskey barrels, or even. Uh, I used them in uh, those. The trough, trough barrels? Yeah. They and, really look good, good and, there, and they performed well. In there. fact, there's a dwarf uh, or a small strawberry that uh, landscapers use. Oh, really? And it makes a little bitty bear. Oh. And it have a pink bloom? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. Very cool. <laughs> okay, so we got the strawberries. Trace mentioned the rest of the stuff. And let's see, is it time then? Oh, what else? Yes. Oh, well, celery's coming. Oh, good. So, uh, that was fun to grow. Yeah, so that'll be an easy one, Milton-proof. Type. No, that is Milton-proof. Milton had good celery. I'm talking about myself in the third person there. Uh. <laughs> oh, Milton was happy with celery. <laughs> did you He's, eat it, Milton? Yes, we did. Well, okay. Yeah, so uh, we got one, and it, it produced this big old thing, and celery was very forgiving. Yeah. It was... Uh, there were times it was in containers, so if I forgot to water it, it would droop a little bit, and you'd water it, and it'd perk back up. Yeah. Did it fall over? I don't think so. Did it, it didn't open up? Or you had them close together? How I just had one. Oh, you just had one? <laughs> yeah. And it didn't fall over? No. Was it supposed to? Well. Is that how you know it's done? The, the way the commercial people do it is they plant a lot of plants close together. Mm-hmm. And uh, they hold each other up. You know, they had the oh, okay. straight stalks. Right. And so I'm, I'm amazed that uh, your your one plant uh, didn't kind of droop over or lay over. My, well, my assumption is he was harvesting as it was growing, so it never got top-heavy. Yeah, well, that's A true. little bit, yeah, that's so maybe big. that was why. Okay, but I'm looking forward to that. So they're coming in next week? They should be this week, yeah. Oh, good, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. Good deal. That's another plant that is attractive in a half whiskey barrel or in the garden, too. And it looks good with the Swiss chard. You get the green, and then you got the. Looks good with the the strawberries, too. Uh, Dill was available this week. That hadn't been in a while. Oh, dill? Oh, good, Uh, okay. Cilantro. Okay. Uh, That's a a misfortune. Misunderstood herb. It's actually really a good fall. Well, get your get your deal out there, and so that your black swallowtails, they haven't been around. They'll come swooping in, and and that that's another point. Uh, the uh, yesterday the number of uh, in my yard uh, went instead of one monarch, there were seven or eight monarchs that have huh. showed up. So I'm kind of wondering if the, if the gardeners out there. All of them are kind of seeing that the, that the wave has come through. I kind of think it is because I've seen a number of folks looking for uh, tropical milkweed and looking for the mist, mist flower, you know. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, they, they see those monarchs and they say, oh, yeah, that was what I needed to get out there. Well, I haven't seen them on the grill of my truck, so uh, I'm, I, I can't vouch for <laughs> one way or the other. Uh, that's, how, that's how you do your, yeah, that's your my ID. Yeah. <laughs> I get to my destination. Oh, look, the monarchs are back. So I was thinking in terms of the milkweed being planted on the grill, grill of his truck, but I guess that was no, not, I don't think that's not that where was I was it. going. You did not yeah. have that. And something else they have out here, yeah. one flat, you, I'm told, is uh, the San Antonio or the Herb International Herb of the Year of the Year. Oh, we should have music for that. Anise hyssop. 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 What, do you, what do you use that for? 
licorice. <laughs> oh, licorice? That's that's the that's the taste and smell of an, huh. anise. <laughs> I don't know. I you know I'm not yeah a great cook, but but they uh, we checked and we've got one flat. Okay, so we and, have the herb of the year. Herb of the year, and that that's uh, that'll be uh, featured at the San Antonio Herb Market uh, next Saturday. Do you know y'all know you're going to be there? I think so. Okay. I wonder if they know we're going to be there. Yeah, y'all should show it's up. A, it said new hours, 9 to 1. 9 okay. to 1? Yeah. Well, we, weren't we scheduled to be there 8.30 to, to 9? <laughs> well, 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 yeah, that's how Yeah, they... we're, we're to be there uh, early, Calvin, so we uh, show up. Oh, uh, okay. Well, oh, oh, here we go. 9 to 10. Okay, that's Oh, you're, you're on that. It is uh, Parsons and Finch. Together again. And then. Lord help that hour. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie, uh, let's see, Robbie Wills uh, will be there from 10 to 11. We usually wait through her her, uh, uh, section. And uh, they got Billy Long coming from 11 to 12. Wow. He's a good speaker. One of the better landscapers around. And he's a good good speaker. Is he a good speaker? Okay. Very personable. And then uh, from, really? tw- from 12 to 1 no, is uh, Mark Bird City Arborist. You know, I was wondering if it was, uh, we should bring this up, but we, we quite often had a third person come with Jerry and I, except all our... All, all of our third persons I can think of have passed away. So oh, I don't know what that's that not means. A good, that's not a good sign. No, let's, let's, not, let's focus on the positive. <laughs> Y'all will still be speaking. And we'll be in the Ask the Expert booth. Okay. Sponsored by SAHMA. What the hell is that? Uh, <laughs> and GVST. Okay. San Antonio Herb. Or, there you go, Market Association. Okay. Okay. Good going, there, like, like man. Better. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So how long are you all at the Ask the Expert booth? Just an uh, hour is what we're, we're scheduled. We're supposed to be 9 to 10. Oh, you're not doing a presentation? You're just answering questions? Yeah, yeah. Okay. At the Ask the Expert booth. Very cool. All right. So you up on your herbs? No. You might get some herb questions. <laughs> never. We never get herb questions. Uh, okay. Well, that's easy to deal with because we got... <laughs> 27 herb experts surrounding oh, us. There you there. go. So yeah. you should ask him. And Mary, yeah, yeah. Mary's there and, uh, and all of her oh, okay. associates. <laughs> we send them over to uh, Mary Dunford. Uh, see, they, they usually have a display there. And uh, the, the, uh, the I, think, I, th- I thought I saw somewhere that her, her son is going to be, oh, Shane, Shane Dunford. Is going to be there giving a seminar on how to grow herbs. Okay. And they've got a cooking expert. A cooking expert to tell you how to use herbs in cooking. And this is at is the that, Pearl. Is that Mary? Yeah. Was that Mary? I didn't hear that. Do what? No, her son is going to do that. Her son. Shane. Son, yeah. Uh, and then they'll have Tussie Mussy demos. And sales sponsored by GVST. Well, how how are they doing that when um, 
uh, who's uh, who's my neighbor over there? Yeah, uh, uh, she's the one that used to do it. Yeah, all the time. Uh, uh, Dorothy. 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 <laughs> well, maybe Dorothy will be as I'm sure she's trained a number of garden balls. Oh there. yeah, yeah. But anyway, all right. All right. He's in two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one three zero eight. Hey, 8867. Can, we, can we ask for everybody the, the kind of a report on their monarch situation? All right. Yeah, we, we, I mentioned that the uh, monarch population seemed to jump oh, yeah. in the last couple of days. And I'm wondering if everybody else experienced that the way we did in our neighborhood. Because if you look on your misflower and if you have uh, milkweed, Porter weed, they'll be on the the porter weed for sure too. Duranta at this point. Mm. So uh, check it out and see see if you got the monarch, monarchs have moved in. And there, there's still time. Yeah, why don't you give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and uh, give still, us still time to put more mist flower out there and tropical milkweed. Yep. All right. Hey, Lonnie, hang on. we got to take a break. We're, we've gone a little over our break time. So don't go anywhere. We'll answer your question right after this. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-210. No, 866-308-8867. Okay. Uh, it, more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. You need to give up. that more often, then you would uh, I know that. I remember it, it yeah. Uh, okay, back practice. in a moment. If he practiced. Uh-huh. On 9.30 a.m., the answer. <laughs> Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolverde Road. And if you've been at Millburgers these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Millburgers' photo set up by the pumpkin patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Millburgers' big Halloween weekend celebration starting off with a blood drive that saturday from 10 until 2 30 here's my suggestion go to the south texas blood and tissue center website and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space but come on out and give blood to the south texas blood and tissue center and then your neighbors and both days that weekend the 26th and 27th enjoy all kinds of fun including face painting a balloon artist roasted corn virgin margaritas halloween treat bags terror trains and much much more at Millburgers. Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. I asked uh, Al back at the station to find some Spot Barnett music. Spot Barnett, part of uh, the San Antonio music scene for a long, long time. Very uh, instrumental, if you will, no pun intended, in the San Antonio West Side horn sound. Uh, so uh, he's going to play a little bit. He died last Sunday, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, we thought we'd just kind of mix in the music so you might I enjoy it. I hope it. Well, it was in the Express News. So, uh, <laughs> so I think I'm okay. Hey, uh, we want to talk to you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control for a second before we get to Lonnie. 
Uh, if you've got bugs, if uh, they're bugging you and causing problems, uh, give the folks over at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control a call. Uh, Spider-Man's going to come out like he has for so many folks, restaurants and uh, homeowners and businesses that need, you know, that's that's the thing I like about them. The businesses that need to have pest control to stay in business, uh, like Millburgers, for instance, because they have situations where they can't have uh, rodents and they can't have roaches and spiders and stuff. Millburgers they use a Spider-Man as well as some restaurants. It's it's funny when you find somebody that uses them. Uh, they, they absolutely love them. They will brag on their their face lights up, oftentimes because they're frustrated. Uh, they've tried other pest control companies to uh, to very little satisfaction, and this is their livelihood that they depend on. Homeowners the same way. They love Spider-Man termite and pest control. You will too. Give them a call. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or go to GoSpiderManPest.com. Okay, Lonnie. Hey, thanks for waiting so long. Um, let's uh, see if we can't help you out answer your gardening yes, good question or good afternoon uh i have a about a 20 foot chinkapin oak it's uh, uh diameter of your trunk is about four inches and it's been in the ground four years i'm just wondering is it um would it, uh, about doing some uh, lower lower part of the uh, tree pruning uh, the and then there's razor tr- canopy some. You want to trim off some of the branches in the lower part of the tree. Correct. That's right. That's right. Now I know okay. pruning is, is is for the winter, Jan, January, February. But uh, I think this probably needs to be done now. Is that okay? Yeah. Or, uh, how, how tall? How tall did you say the tree was? Oh, I'd say about fifteen to twenty feet. Oh, okay. Then you got a lot of foliage up top too. Yeah, I do. I have foliage, foliage up the kazoo. <laughs> okay, good. Well, that's the that's the key. That one of the reasons we would re- not recommend that you cut is that the more foliage there is, the greater the growth rate potential. But you get to you get to a certain point when mm-hmm. the uh, shape and size and trying to mow and everything yeah. gets to be just as important as the growth rate, and then you you can make that decision. You eliminate the trashy trunk. I'm sorry? I said you can eliminate the uh, trashy trunk that you uh, uh, described where the limbs are growing, the lower limbs are growing. Yes. But don't, don't get carried away with yourself and... Uh, I think I think they we used to recommend that uh, cut off branches that are uh, are lar- large uh, an inch diameter inch in diameter uh-huh. to the branches okay. that you remove. Okay. And and if they're uh, you know uh, if they're not that big, uh, leave them. Okay. Real good. I appreciate okay. the info. Thank you. Good luck. Bye. Thank you, Lonnie. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. That reminds us that the, the tree, this is the best time to plant shade trees. Yeah. Oh, okay. And there's our, are we, do we have a sale still on the shade trees? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, plus, we have the CPS uh, rebate program in play if you're a CPS customer. So Wait. check that out. Yeah, from the sales standpoint, Shade and Ornamental Tree Special here, they save 30% on all 10 
15 and 30 gallon shade, shade and ornamental trees like live oak, red oak, cedar elms, and more. And planting services are available. So uh, there's a nice opportunity there. Marty's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Marty, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Okay, how are you guys doing? Good, man. What's going on? Yes, I have a question regarding uh, my rosebush. Uh, my rosebush, uh, it has a bunch of blooms, but I noticed that on some of the leaves of the rosebush, uh, the leaves are curling, and they have some black spots. And I was wondering, what do I do for that? What kind What kind of rose is it? Do you know? Uh, I have no idea. It, it has uh, the, the flowers, uh, kind of a peach color. That's all I know. Okay. Well, the... A black spot is the typical uh, disease that the roses get, and uh, you just you spray a, a fungicide to prevent that. Uh, I was asking what kind of there's because there's a number of ro- roses. The tough modern roses or some of the old-fashioned roses will will sometimes grow right through it. But uh, this, this weather, kind of looks like like the peace rose. Like what? Uh, the peace roses. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, but that—that—that's what it is. It's a a fungal disease, and uh, you can take a take a chance that uh, the weather will cooperate and it won't, or you can go ahead and just start uh, spraying a fungus. Take off the leaves that are infected and start spraying with a fungicide. What what do we use now? What's rose defense? Uh, rose defense doesn't exist. Okay. In, in a few years, so uh, my choice would be the bear three in one. That way, he's getting a fungicide and an insecticide together in one. What's a, the bear? Is a bear like the aspirin? Yes. Okay, and three in one, yeah. and that 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 one you can sp- spray anytime. So it's going to it's going to do every problem that a rose can get. It's going to help you with. Yeah. yeah. When we good. when we we talk about the the fall pruning, we talk about Reinitiating your spray program, and that's what you would do every every week. You would spray that uh, during this fall bloom period. Okay, so it's bear three in one. Correct, like, like bear three in one. Yeah, yeah. bear like the aspirin. Okay. Well, thank you guys so, for the info. I really thank you, Marty. It. All right, you okay. good luck, Marty. All right, okay. 210-308-8867. We want some monarch reports too. If you're seeing monarchs in your butterfly garden or just in your garden. Uh, call us at 210-308-8867 or call us with a gardening question. Trace is back on the porch, as you hear, uh, with us. Uh, and, uh, let's see. Okay, so do you want to? Yes, ju- that's ju- fine. Okay, it's time for, for the, the plant, plant of the, the weekend. weekend. All right. Oh, have so- you all been practicing that? Yeah, yeah, we're, well. we're trying to be uh, what's the word uh, harmony, harmony, harmony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two, two-part harmony. Yeah. So uh, this week it is a uh, a bulb. Yeah, yeah, uh, amaryllis. It's a it's a wonderful bulb, and uh, we've got eleven different colors. And I, I showed you wow. a picture yesterday of one of the new one that we had this year. Yeah, that's that's uh, it was uh, green with red stripes in it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. So 11 different options on color. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful bulb to force for yourself, uh, to plan up and give as a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, in general, six to eight weeks from the time you put it in soil or rocks or whatever you're forcing it in, it's going to be blooming. 
So we did some math yesterday. So if you do it at the at the end of this month, you should have something blooming. Yeah. For Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Yeah, I think we. Uh, I used to give my mother one every Christmas, and, uh, and it's a great Christmas flower. Even the even oh, the other yeah. colors, uh, huh. very showy. Uh, it comes up on a spike with uh, four blooms. Oh yeah. And, and she, they're and they're large blooms. And she she had to have red. Oh. I, I can but, understand that. <laughs> and but anyway, uh, the funny thing about that was she was always amazed at the stem. How, you know, you plant a bulb, plant the bulb, and it looks dormant, and uh, put put it in put it in some water at the base, and. Uh, have y'all got those that are already potted up? Y'all usually no. Have th- some those of those. Are, those should be coming in next, but uh, okay. So we, you can pot the, these in anything, right? Uh, do you have the uh, planters? We have tons of different colored pots that they could work in. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, she would plant. We would. I, I always sent her some that were planted, and she would just marvel. At that large stalk that comes up for the before the bloom, yeah, I mean it's it, it's huge and uh, to the point that uh, uh, you might want to think about staking it. You oh know, wow! A lot of that has to do with lighting. Yeah, that's true. So she, she had hers in dark. Also, the container the size and what the, the material, dining. so that they don't get top heavy. Right? Yeah, right. In the dining room. But uh, they're they're interesting things to watch, and they're only seven ninety nine. That's good and price. It's, a, it's a, a beautiful bloom that you can have to enjoy oh, for yeah. three or four weeks if you time it right. The thing the thing about it is it's blooming when nothing else is and it's outside, a, and it's almost Milton proof because it actually stores oh, yeah. stores everything yeah. it needs, kind of <laughs> like a camel does. Uh, everything it needs to do that first set of blooms, it, it already has all that energy. Stored inside. And I got some amaryllis here last time, um, and uh, they they did great. And they were really easy. And I tipped them over. I guess I'm supposed to tip them back now. Well, yeah. Okay, I'll tip them back now. Well, uh, you tip them back when you start watering them. Okay. And yeah. what, what did we figure that? First of month. Yeah, first I think first of, of October, first, right? First of no, no, uh, November. Uh, if we yeah, won them by did, Christmas. Yeah, Trace did the calculation, and the first of November was the time. Oh, okay. So leave them uh, tipped over on their side until then. Oh, has the top died? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, 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 it died down. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, so it's just the bulb there is kind of sticking up. Okay, good. Yeah, so. And it, I, it kind of looks like the bulb Trace brought up. To exactly, the, yeah. yeah. Like an onion. Yeah, yeah. So did you get the orange one last year? No, no, I got red. I went traditional. <laughs> no, no. You can uh, cut that dead part off like the like oh. dude. So Do I have to? It'll look better. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, you see, these are sold with the top cut off. Yeah. It's, it's all a comparison thing. If you saw the rest of my garden, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it looks good. That's not what. It, yeah, that's not what's attracting people that they say looks poor. <laughs> and uh, someone was asking us about other other uh, winter bulbs. Uh, do we have some other stuff here that uh, people? Yeah, we got a lot of stuff in that uh, needs to be planted uh, during the cold months. So uh, we got the the uh, flags in. Oh, the, good. The German iris and, a, and quite a few different colors. Uh, ranunculus. Yeah. Anemones. Uh, paper whites just came in. And Calvin. Makes um, a couple colors of hyacinths. Uh, I think one color of uh, uh, tulips. 
Oh, and what else? Uh, what colored one tulips? Of the, I believe it was red. Oh, and then uh, one of the daffodils that should uh, should actually naturalize. I think oh, good. Oh, yeah, that way. That's okay. good to dry. So that gave our listener a lot of choices there. Yeah, good yeah. deal. Well, what else, Trace? Okay. Do, do they have Do they have them labeled as flags? No. That's, just, uh, that's, uh, uh, that's what we called them in Tennessee, too. Well, the average person around here thinks they're a bulb, so uh, <laughs> um, and I guess to some extent. But, okay, but, good uh, deal. Yeah. Did you grow up calling them flags? Uh, I grew up in the industry calling them flags. Okay, okay. So I, what are we? What are, what are we? Are they Irish? We're just Irish? Yeah, Dutch Irish. Yeah, German Irish. I mean, no. German Irish. Yeah, I've never they, heard them call flags either. You never heard them call flags? It's a Yankee thing. Must be. Could be. <laughs> okay. Anything else, Trace? <laughs> no, I think that covers most cool. of it. All right. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And if you've been at Millburgers these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Millburgers photo set up by the pumpkin patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Millburgers big Halloween weekend celebration starting off with a blood drive that Saturday from 10 until 2.30. Here's my suggestion. Go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space. But come on out and give blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and then your neighbors. And both days that weekend, the 26th and 27th, enjoy all kinds of fun, including face painting, a balloon artist, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, Halloween treat bags, terror trains, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Off. I'm trying to remember the label, but it was a San Antonio label too. So oh, yeah, reported in San Antonio. Yeah. So that was piano. Did he played piano. No, saxophone. Oh. So he's got people obviously with him in the band. Oh, okay. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. 866-308-8867. People are buying those. Uh Snapdragons. Yeah, we saw that man. A, bunch of a lot of people buy. Uh, I have a question, Calvin, on those snapdragons. Once the bloom, they have blooms on them now, of course. But once that bloom fades, do you cut cut that spike off, bloom spike off, back to the foliage? Yeah, you can. Uh, we don't to, we to don't, make them re, you know I, yeah I don't, I don't that's funny I you asked me that question but I generally don't think of deadheading them like you do zinnias or yeah yeah they uh, 
Of course, what happens usually is that they'll bloom. There'll be a bloom period in the fall, mm-hmm. and it'll go until the cold, like sometime in December when they cold cold spell. Yeah, and then there'll be a break. Maybe what usually happens is that the weather intervenes. Okay, and, takes care. Of yeah, knocking them back. And a then in bit. the spring, then they have another really nice bloom period, uh, March, April, into May, and really. Then, no, yeah, then the, the rust and things gets them too. So yeah. I think it's less of an issue. They don't the the blooms don't decline as, uh, uh, over a period well so that they can start a, a second wave. Yeah, I know the plants out here have held their blooms for quite a while. The ones that have been on the benches, uh, they're they're on sale. The snapdragons are took. Took the pansies place, not pansies, petunia. They took the petunia uh, deal, and at the same price, I think, as the petunias were. Ninety-eight cents each in the four-inch pot, and then ten in it, ten for no, just ninety-eight cents each. That's you're thinking of the mums. Okay, okay. Two eighty-eight each and ten for twenty-five dollars in the six-inch pot, and uh, the ornamental kale and cabbages over there, uh, looking at really. You can see the the value of it in terms of how the, all the plants look the same. So if you're looking for something with a real formal, for a formal border or a f- formal mast planting, this this may be something you want to try. Yeah, they're in four and a half inch containers. Uh, they're big plants. Yeah, and Jerry was bringing this up though. You want to get them in, you want to get them in quick. And you want to get uh, fertilize them and right. get, get this growth on, right? And so that you can enjoy that uh, uniform uh, uh, size and look. They uh, go pretty the good with cyclamens too, don't they? Yeah, they do. They go perfectly there because they're both so disciplined and yeah. orderly. They stay low. Yeah. But uh, and grow in the shade. They do. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I'd probably use them in the containers with cyclamen, but where you where you really really look good uh, are in the those little uh, triangle gardens and uh, beddings. Where I saw them mostly was like in the National Arboretum and places like that where they have gardens all along, you know yeah all along the sidewalks and, <laughs> and there those two together look really good. And the cyclamen are here already. Yeah, they're pretty, aren't they, Calvin? Yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to ignore them. <laughs> that red is just screaming over yeah. there. They know you're coming. And they got the the red j- just in front of the white, too. So those two colors together just are hard to beat. Yeah, we'd appreciate you getting yours pretty soon so we can put them on sale. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I was, uh, we're... Uh, I haven't mentioned Calvin's article yesterday's paper about uh, hump feeding the birds and hummingbirds. And uh, I think Calvin and Trace talked about uh, uh, that Millburgers is selling uh, seed now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50-pound bags? You bought a 50-pound bag? Oh, yeah. Who carried it to the car? You carry it to the car? I carried it to the wagon, uh. <laughs> and then I, I yeah, you know, it's funny. I have all these friends, uh, staff people, 
<laughs> until it got time for me to load that thing, and I, everybody disappeared. That's, That's a, an amazing amount of. Uh, is it in a burlap bag or what are they? Paper in? paper bag. Paper bag. Yeah, fifty pound bag. Of course, the, of adva- the, the advantage of sunflower that is, seed. Yeah, the advantage of that is that the price per unit. Oh yeah, way down. Low, yeah, and then if you have. Adequate if you can store it. Like I use a use a, gar- a garbage can with a cover. Yeah, and that works perfect for storage. And if you got a lot of birds feeding, oh yeah, you go. You know, you use up in the uh, some in the winter time. You use up uh, four, oh, three yeah. or four at least bags. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they mainly have the sunflower seed, sunflower seed, mixed seed, the uh, black sun. safflower seed. Oh, they have safflowers. Yeah. And I think they, um, gosh, I should check this out. I think they do have thistle, too. Oh, my goodness. But they've got, they've got the feeders for all those. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, good. So Yeah, I like that sunflower seed. But, and that, uh, that's always something I recommend, uh, and I think I mentioned this in the article, too. It's a bit more efficient to use one type of seed per feeder. Yeah, I saw that. Because you, uh, if you don't, then you have the birds throw throw everything out to get to their favorite. You know, which if you yeah. got a mixed seed with sunflower seed in there, that's usually the favorite. So all the yeah. rest of the seed gets thrown out. That uh, mallow seed that they put in there, I guess the I guess the bird like it, but uh, it's not the highest. On yeah, the it's it gets a lot of it gets thrown out, like you're talking about. And they'll eventually eat it if they uh, don't have any other no. other favorite bird. Uh, but they love seed. that sunflower seed. Yeah. And then when it falls out on the ground the next spring, you have sunflowers in, well, in yeah. your yard, Milton. Uh, the, usually, if you got <laughs> if you got doves, though, you, oh, none, yeah. of, none of it survives through the season. That's true. I like the uh, the the. Inca doves, those little Inca doves. Yeah, they're, they're my cute. favorite. Yeah, white winged doves are kind of interesting too, but they just don't compare to the Inca doves. Uh, scrambling around and the colorful little things. It takes a dozen to make a bite. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's got a different thought process. <laughs> yeah, there's a, you can't shoot those little doves. Your priorities are different. It may be illegal to shoot those little Incas. Inca doves. I, yeah, they never. They do not. Uh, do they be, migrate? No. They don't migrate. Yeah, I know. And they don't. You, they never appear in the uh, uh, the quotas of the yeah. limits. <laughs> nobody, nobody would shoot that little dove. Yes. Ground doves. First of all, they're harder to hit with a shotgun. And second of all, like you say, by the time you fed defeather them, you ain't got much to eat there. They're, Maybe they'd fit on a skirt stick. Yeah, I think. Better, but uh, those those big white wings are the are the best. One. But anyway, again, uh, different different uh, focus. Yeah. On, uh, what were we talking about? Feeding the birds? <laughs> yeah, not oh, feeding yeah. on the birds. Yeah, we, we fed doves for years in, in Tennessee. They call it baiting the field, ah. rather than feeding the birds. But yeah. if, if uh, some of our listeners out there are looking for something different, uh, try try that suet. Yeah. Uh, because of the, you know, it brings in the wrens. And, we, and we're talking about we've seen 
uh, four different kinds of wrens this uh, this fall, and uh, brings in the other insect eaters, kinglets, and a couple of the varieties yeah. of uh, Oreos. Did you say? Well, the Oreos will go, come to the uh, hummingbird feeders. Okay. Yeah. So, and then uh, I'm also going to use that that uh, pepper flavored suet. Yeah. This year, because the birds love love it, or they don't notice it, and uh, squirrels just leave it alone. And why that, Milton? Squirrels have lips. There you go. That burns their lips. That's what if, you if, say. If you get a native Texas uh, squirrel, though. Oh, you, they like it. Yeah. <laughs> They'll come back for more. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, I like those two feeders because of the, the birds hang upside down to eat. I feel sorry for them. I know. But uh, they're okay. They they're seem okay. to enjoy it. I think they just enjoy eating. <laughs> Even upside down. Yeah, they don't seem to care. All right, we're going to get ready to take a break. Let me give you our phone number again 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. I wonder, it went from being uh, sunny to a little overcast. Is there rain in today's uh, forecast? No, I don't think okay. so. Oh, but. Okay. Uh, Supposed to be 90 tomorrow. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll find we'll out more about the, the forecast in just a today. second. We're going to take a break and keep caught up with the news and come back right after this. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Mary, we got you here. Do you want to talk a little bit about some of the questions you're getting uh, as people come here to Millburgers right now? Well, the biggest question is, is it good to plant now? And I'm like, absolutely, especially... Uh, your shade trees and shrubs okay. and vegetables for the fall. So, I mean, everything's great to plant. The perennials are on sale, so take advantage of that. Yep, $4.18 in the one-gallon mm-hmm. container. Most of them are going to survive just fine, get rooted, and bloom better next year and be less to keep up with on um, the watering when they get well-rooted in the winter. And that's just the best thing to do. Yeah. We don't freeze in the ground. So many from up north come down here. And they're assuming you can't plant in the winter here. And uh, I'll have to tell them, well, you're not from here, are you? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was writing for the paper, uh, they took my uh, Christmas article out of the San Antonio Light. And uh, they said that nobody, that people, it was a, it was a person for... Yeah, from the, the north. The editor was from the north. Yeah. So he just and, said you were he said, said there, yeah. you can't grow anything here in the winter. So you shouldn't have a garden column in the winter. <laughs> you educated yeah, him? Yeah, I had to go over there and explain it to him. And, yeah. And, and I took him a, a bushel basket of cauliflower, broccoli, uh I think we had some beets in there. That's the only all, time all we can the, grow those here. Is all the winter crops. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Cool. <laughs> That's so funny. He, it, he went ahead and published my article. Oh, okay, it's good. funny. All right. Thanks, Mary. Thank you, guys. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. There goes some more snapdragons. Yeah. <laughs> the people, people sure like them. Those, buying those up. Those little ones, uh, four inches tall, they, they, they do great in containers. And I saw somebody walk by with pansies a while ago. Did you? <laughs> I'd be a little nervous about that. Yeah, especially at 90 degrees tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. They're, uh, they're not going to like it. but uh, Cyclamen either won't like it. Yeah. But you, but you uh, can go ahead and get them. And then, yeah, if you got them now, uh, you'll get a long growing season out of them. That's for sure. Full, full uh, shade for the cyclamen, but uh, sun for the pansies. Pansies do fairly well in a, a little bit of shade. Um, always, then the sun in the wintertime moves around a little bit, so sometimes you'll get, they'll start out to be fairly shady, and then in the early spring they get a little more sun. They, they perform pretty well. They last long. Dianthus we got here too. Yeah, that's no. a long. La- a good yeah, the Dianthus can. Dianthus is a long bloom period. I was just thinking about petunia. I mean, uh, petunias. Yeah. If you put petunias out and snapdragons out, are they the same cold tolerance, or you think snapdragons yeah, that, are more so cold? In my, in my column next Saturday, I said they're relatively. Kind the of the same, same, same oh, okay. pattern, yeah. I think you're right too. Yeah, um, the snap, both, snapdragon doesn't bloom in the winter either. Does well, it? The, if, yeah, if you have that uh, that typical like that November 14th yeah. freeze, or uh, yeah, uh, then they have that period uh, January. There's not much action. Yeah, uh, and half but of, they're, half they're of establishing December. a root system and a plant side, yeah. and petunias do the same. Uh, Stocks, yeah. stocks also pretty much the same. Yeah, uh, Mr. Peterson uh, uh, showed me that uh, years ago. Uh, the, he he's the one that grows all the trans uh, most of the transplants that we sell, and uh, I thought petunias would freeze in the winter. Now they do shut down, but uh, they they they. Just bear with them uh, through the winter, not blooming, and uh, you'll get rewarded in the spring. Hey, let's uh, also alert. Uh, we had that that one uh, gardener visitor that was mo- moaning and groaning a bit about her tomatoes having a you know a tough tough fall, and they're uh, kind of watch your if you got the tomatoes and you've stuck with them. Kind of watch them just change these next, you know, tomorrow will kind of delay the change, but uh, they've started. I mean, the leaves are getting full size, normal size. They're going to they're gonna start setting fruit. Yeah. Uh, they're ready. A lot, a lot of them are ready for action. But even even tomorrow's nighttime temperature that's is okay. That's key, yeah. And that's important. Yeah. So... But it's uh, uh, just amazing. But it's still it's still going to be a debate this year because of uh, yeah. If we get an a, a early freeze, relatively early freeze, 
or even a regular freeze. You'll, <laughs> some of the, the bigger tomato varieties, they'll have trouble maturing fruit. But. Yeah, you're going to have to protect them. Now, right. if you don't have tomatoes set now, and you don't want to fool with protecting them, I would tell people to go ahead and pull them out and uh, re- replant with uh, uh, cabbage or broccoli or something like that. Well, get they ready. can take the cold. Yeah, get ready. Uh, get some space ready for your spinach yeah, right. for next month or your onions for a couple months yeah, from that's now. That's right. And because uh, we, I had, uh, we took some tomatoes to uh, uh, Camelton. Uh, we took the gallons, and we took some four inch, uh, four and a half inch, uh, in the larger container. And we put the four and a half inch outside, and put the gallons inside a greenhouse, which is uh, cooled, of course. And uh, lost every one of them. We planted outside, but the inside tomatoes are the gallon containers are full of full of fruit. Uh-huh. Large fruit. And that was the because rea- they're cool. Small. Yeah, and they get hotter down there than we got up here. But anyway, uh, you you might want to weigh your options out because uh, uh, tomatoes that are just setting now probably uh, fifty days, if not more, mm. when when the temperatures aren't cool. It takes longer for them to ripen red. So anyway, you might want to cut your losses. And uh, like that lady that came up and attacked you, uh, uh, if she ain't got any fruit set, I wouldn't fool with them anymore. Well, I'm not. I wouldn't have the heart. I've stuck with mine <laughs> so long. I'm going to keep. Uh, I'm going to let them try and, and the, make it. Uh, the uh, uh, get your chow chow recipes out. Uh, the uh, the ones that the one that has uh, really shown off during this heat, heat hot weather is nine sixty eight that cherry small small cherry yeah and uh, we we had proved that proven that in uh, field trials that it is the only true heat setter cherry tomato now you'll hear a lot of people say that all cherry tomatoes are heat setters and uh i got a i got a note i got looking for trash can um there's one up here if you want to throw it away. yeah i got i, got I think a, that's the first time we've been i think it's that's our first trash yeah. can question no, we've got four hundred and seventy-five thousand <laughs> bathroom <questions>. bathroom <laughs> checks but <laughs> But anyway, uh, Curtis, Curtis uh, wrote me an email saying that uh, he had got he he came over to buy uh, 968 and they'd sold out. So he got uh, one called Large Cherry, uh, which is is a good tomato most most years, but it hadn't set a fruit for Curtis. Huh. But the, the 968 is setting fruit for everybody. But uh, anyway, there, there, there is some difference in heat tolerance on uh, uh, cherry tomatoes. Uh, 
I was looking at Neil Sperry's article, uh, or die, questions and answer, and uh, he talks. About, he got a question in about uh, each year the late summer bloom cycle of our roses of Sharon is ruined by small white insects and black mold. What is this, and how can we save the blooms? Now, uh, Neil identified that as an aphid. Uh, they they didn't really describe how the uh, how the white white insects. They said small white insect. Now, if they're flying, that's white fly. And they can also uh, secrete that uh, that black substance, secrete the the juices which produce that uh, black substance. But what I want to warn Excrete. people, yeah, what I want to warn people about is uh, if you are growing hibiscus, especially or Rosa Sharon, which is a type of hibiscus, uh, look at them at this time of the year. And look for uh, white, fuzzy, uh, their aphids on the stems. Those are mealybugs. And if you got mealybugs and they just start, they come out about this time of the year, uh, and that you need to cut, if, if it's a heavy infestation on the stems, and they look like little white fuzzy balls uh, and you can't have some of that black sooty mold but if they if they're thick on there if they're thick on there remove all limbs that have the aphids I mean the mealybugs mealybugs and and put the plant after you've removed all those and check the crevices, uh, the uh, freezes in the stem, in the uh, where the leaves attach to the stem. Check those because that, that's where they start, and then they spread out onto the stem. And uh, if you have a very heavy infestation, remove the, remove them from the pot that they're in. Put them in a, in another pot and get that put that pot that you uh, had them growing in outside because those mealybugs would get on the uh, rim of the pots and also the bottom of the pot. So uh, you've got to, you've got to uh, get rid of all the mealybugs. You say, well, can I spray them? We've not had good luck with spraying mealybugs. Yeah, we, in some situations uh, we used to be able to use acephate, but... yeah. Now, it uh, doesn't work. It, the reason it didn't doesn't always work is that you because you have all those yeah. hidden yeah they're hidden hidden, hidden uh, individuals <laughs> to, to to breed again. And uh, a lot of people take them off with a cotton swab, but uh, hmm. if you oh Lord, look at we got three little doggies out here. All right. <laughs> But anyway, having fun. They're pretty. They're they're here to see the pumpkins. That's one good thing we'll have over at the herb market. Yeah, lots next, of dogs. Next Saturday. Lots of dogs. There'll be more dogs than there are people. 
all kinds of shapes and, yeah. and breeds and everything. That's, uh, that's out at the Pearl. So if mm-hmm. you want to come out, Jerry and I will be there at the uh, questioning answer booth at uh, 9 till 10. And then there will be somebody there all through the, the whole program. But lots and lots of uh, booths. Uh, yeah. Uh, with her herbs for sale and uh, to food answer your question, too. Huh? They mm-hmm. have food out there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's always interesting out there. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting the people with dogs. I ought to bring my dog out there. Sure. He'd be barking at every dog that came by and trying Sometimes. to start a fight. A little snouser. Sometimes they get uh, surprises you that. Uh, so, so like my dogs, I don't, I don't always know how they're going to react. Yeah. yeah, It's like I would expect them to get aggravated. Here they're having a good time greeting <laughs> yeah. the, the dog on a leash. And <laughs> With uh, you, what, Maggie that you used to bring up here? Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, she, she passed away, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Okay. She was well behaved. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Even even when the cat came up on the porch to eat, she noticed it, <laughs> keeping an eye on it. <laughs> Speaking of uh, events, uh, I want to call your attention to the gardening essentials class on Monday, October twenty-first. That's not tomorrow, but that's the week at, well, a week from Monday, right, Milton? Which day? Twenty-first. <laughs> Yeah, not Monday, but a week from Monday. Okay. Uh, I asked Milton that because I'm, I'm getting excited about their yeah. uh, Halloween. Yeah, deal. the big Halloween. And it keeps. It seems like it's getting further and further away. He wants it to come next weekend. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they have the gardening essential class on October 21st from 12 to 3 at uh, 3310 North New Braunfels Avenue. And uh, they've got two good uh, presentations beginning at 12 and going to 3. The first presentation is uh, about a, uh, it's given by, it's called, it's discussing native plants and pollinators. And uh, given by Donald W. Tuff, Ph.D., buddy. Hmm. Mm. One of them fuds. <laughs> and uh, second, <laughs> the second presentation will be planning for independence with edible native plants. And, Does that mean uh, you're going to eat the weeds? Yeah, yeah. right. Mm. Uh, purslane, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what if they mention purslane? Uh, that's not a native. Not a native, though. Purslane. I just took it for granted it was... Uh, <laughs> It sure made itself at home if yeah, it's not. I yeah. don't think it's a person, maybe. Uh, and that second presentation is given by Rachel Sawinski. Yeah, you know her. Rachel was um, one of the first master gardeners back, oh, in, okay. back in the old days, yeah. Uh, she's with uh, Nepsot, Nep, N-P-S-O-T. She's always been an advocate of... Uh, Oh, and, and environmentally appropriate and uh, right. sustainable gardening and agriculture. And she's a longtime member of GVST. 
But anyway, that's two presentations that you want to uh, put up, mark on your calendar for October 21st, 12 o'clock. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And uh, we'll uh, see if we can't help you with your gardening issue. Uh, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. You can also come out and see us live. We're here at 1604 on Bull Road, right on the porch, watching all the activity. Tell us about your monarchs, too, if you got yeah, monarchs. Yeah, we, we need monarch reports at 210-308-8867. Calvin, very interested in that. So back in a moment with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Persons, I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And if you've been at Millburgers these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Millburgers' photo set up by the pumpkin patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Millburgers' big Halloween. Halloween weekend celebration, starting off with a blood drive that Saturday from 10 until 2.30. Here's my suggestion. Go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space. But come on out and give blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and then your neighbors. And both days that weekend, the 26th and 27th, enjoy all kinds of fun, including face painting, a balloon artist, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, Halloween treat bags, terror trains, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I can't get over how busy it is today. Yeah. Lots of folks out here. Lots Not of action. families. Lots of people taking pictures. And Can't be the wonderful weather after a miserable summer. <laughs> no. well, weather may be bringing them out because it's nice and cool today. People... And everything from shorts or no, no jackets today. There were jackets yesterday. Oh, yeah. Jerry's got a jacket on. Yeah, I want okay. my jacket. Okay, Jerry's got a jacket. Other than Jerry, <laughs> not a lot. No, there's some folks with jackets. Anyway. But I, I but, think this, uh, just stepping out into this weather just kind of got me kind of excited, too, you know, about yeah. thinking about, well, planting some snapdragons or, yeah. or going and dealing with the weeds finally and the. Uh, around the tomato plants or <laughs> just that kind of a s- stimulant for the weather. Coming out here and uh, with the kids and the pets and enjoying the all the uh, activities here at Millburgers. Did yeah, you- they're still, uh, still carrying the pumpkins out mm-hmm. and the little pumpkin. And, yeah. I'm, uh, and I'm glad to see, too, that the folks getting their um, 
More butterfly plants. Uh oh, Calvin. What? Look what that guy's got on his wagon. What? Cyclamen. Oh, cyclamen, yeah. He's got cyclamen. He, He'll be enjoying them before Calvin uh, yeah, will. Yeah, he's got know, a little that's of That's kind of sad. He's mm-hmm. got a few pansies, too. He's got a little of everything, doesn't he? <laughs> that's kind of sad. Somebody beat Calvin to the cyclamen. <laughs> I am re- resisting. <laughs> but anyway. But, uh, uh, but it is, uh, it's hard to resist because the my uh, Whopper begonias got so beat up from the from the heat and the wind. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, it'd be in terms of uh, plenty of space to plant new cyclamen. There, I've got it. <laughs> uh, as I was walking up, you talk about the decorations. As I was walking up, there was a a little boy pointing out the upstairs window mm-hmm. where they've got that. Jumping monster up there, yeah. or shaking monster. Well, if yeah, if you're right around the corner and you do that yeah. clapping, yeah, you get all those fierce. <laughs> and I, I was watching uh, yesterday when it was just too much for a little girl. She, uh, just, <laughs> she just started crying and <laughs> ran to her daddy. <laughs> I, she didn't mind the the first one, but then when the others all came. Yeah, all, all the <laughs> scary. I was telling images. I was telling Milton yesterday. Uh, might have been after the show, but uh, the train came by, and there was a little girl with her mother in there, with her hands over her yeah. face. <laughs> she was scared of the train. It had been a little too much. Today I saw a doggy on the train. Doggy. And did it have its paws over its eyes? No. Okay. It looked like it was enjoying it. It was sitting there enjoying it. Uh, one thing that uh, you, you might see at this time of the year is uh, when your uh, crape myrtle starts uh, dripping on you. You know, they, they drip where they get the aphids in the... And you look up in the sky and think it's raining. Yeah, you think it's, it's raining. Yeah. Or even worse, it drips on your car. Yeah, it gets sticky. It's hard to get off, yeah. And uh, somebody, uh, somebody wrote, uh, wrote Neil and said, uh, why are there ants on my crepe myrtle? Hmm. And uh, he writes them back that uh, the ants are feeding off a honeydew, exudate from some other insect. Probably crepe myrtle aphids. Bug poop. Yeah. And uh, that's why the ants are going up and down. They do the they do the same uh, thing for uh, okra. You know, a lot of people see okra and actually get stung by fire ants when they pick their okra. Yeah. So... Uh, uh, the best way to control that is just get you one, one if it's in the garden, uh, you can and you can find the main mound. Uh, I, I think there's a spinosad product that's labeled for in the garden. Oh, yeah. And, I can't uh, remember what the, the name is. Well, there's several, I think, that are yeah. available. And you, if you can't find the main mound... Use baits around the outside of the garden. That works too, except the uh, the baits take a little longer. But uh, for yeah, uh, for yeah. a quick a quick 
just take your uh, pressure on your hose and spray off the fire ants if you need to make a quick harvest and then then go ahead and put the uh, spinosad or uh, the bait around there so the next time you don't have to do that yeah you know they took took one of those baits off the market Milton really uh, it uh, the way it worked was it changed the sex of the ants where okay. they, where they wouldn't multiply huh the queen, I imagine. Oh, okay. And uh, boy, how'd they discover that? Uh, uh, there was a magnifying glass. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the, the uh, environmentalists made it ta- made them take it off the market because it wasn't politically correct. Well, it probably wasn't. You know, I changed the sex. Oh, okay. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> Yeah. I thought, I thought That's that probably was. not the best topic for index. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not even that. And right. did, did, uh, somebody wrote in about uh, growing English ivy. Some, some guy planted English ivy uh, to use as a ground cover, and uh, it ran up an oak tree. Mm-hmm. After 19 years of without doing much but this year it suddenly grew up the trunk of the of the oak tree i know that ivy can damage the surface of walls will it harm the tree trunk and uh neil answers that that uh there's two ways that uh I, i've got that same situation with uh, asian jasmine and uh there's two there's two things that it'll do. It'll, if it gets all the way to the top of the canopy, which it's going for. But the English ivy doesn't is not as significant that way as Asiatic. Is that right? Well, English ivy doesn't can't deal with the full sun. Yeah, well that's true. Your Asiatic jasmine can get up there and can grow <laughs> can grow up there. So, I've, yeah, I always see English ivy if that grows up, it just kind of the leaf thick. Yeah, diminishes. I mean, it does. It doesn't. Never gets to the point where it makes a, a complete cover. No, but your yeah. Asiatic jasmine can. Yeah, Neil said it, it can shade the uh, the lee, the fold the canopy of the. Up, uh, oh, look! There's a there's a monarch on the milkweed. No, oh, wish you had your camera. His wings are closed. He's right there at the bottom. There, oh, there, yeah. there you go. Yeah, there he is. I yeah, guess I guess he may be doing, maybe laying eggs or something, Milton. We need to. Wouldn't that I be think he's, Yeah, I mean. Do you think he's laying eggs? Uh, <laughs> oh. You know the expect. We, we should mention too that the, the expect. We, we we don't expect the monarchs to be laying eggs, here in the fall. Um, we just expect them to be getting oh, their nectar. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's kind of a problem because it, it takes them a while to get down to the to the wintering ground and uh, yeah so yeah it's just they they generally lay their last this generation is the one that just keeps going so they don't uh, lay a lot of eggs although it does happen yeah yeah you know then we have a lot of a lot of times we think the monarchs are doing it when it's actually the queen butterflies are that are 
related that are actually laying their eggs on the milkweed in the fall. Well, they mainly have to the nectar. Yeah. Just, to yeah. give them strength to go yeah, on down yeah, yeah. south. Huh? Taking a little break on my way <laughs> to the winter ice, winter ground. Well, that one's hitting every flower on that uh, uh, tropical milkweed. Pretty hungry. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but getting back to the English ivy and uh, Asian jasmine, uh, they do not hurt the tree. They only shade the tree. And uh, Neil mentioned uh, they can weight branches down in ice storms. Well, we hope we don't have those down here. Uh, but another nice thing about when they climb trees is that uh, they have they have fruit. They bloom and have fruit. And uh, Mr. Peterson, uh, that like I mentioned earlier, uh, had had an English ivy growing on one of his big old trees, pecan trees, and uh, he would always take me out there and say, "It's it's blooming. It's getting something from the trunk to make it bloom, to make it uh, bloom and do produce fruit." But uh, I never could convince him that uh, just just it, it's, once it gets into yeah, the air, once, yeah. once it gets up upright, it'll it'll bloom. My Asian jasmine has beautiful fragrance in the spring, just like uh, uh, Confederate jasmine and some of those other mm. jasmines. That bloom you know, another pretty. thing that Pittosporum, uh, the fragrance in Pittosporum, everybody kind of overlooks is. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty spectacular. Band. It does. Yeah. Well, here this this family group was here earlier today, and they're back. I guess they got oh, taking more pictures. Of yeah, the maybe the original pictures didn't show up. Hmm. I think they actually probably took the pictures and then ran to the maze, and st- I think they've been here the whole time. Yeah, yeah. could be. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What we're talking about is we've got a uh, hay maze here at Millburgers. The kids can wander through and have a good time. We've got a moon bounce to jump on, terror train rides. There's, uh, the nursery is all decked out with lots of fun, scary stuff, kind of one of those scream moments and then the laugh right after it. Yeah, and uh, you can pick up a, a little... Trick or treat. I don't uh, mind advertising now that I've got mine. Man. Okay, now that you got yours, you're set. Now that you can tell everybody <laughs> what Jerry's talking about is the Millburgers calendar. The yearly calendar uh, is now out. And uh, what date does it start? Is it? You it said starts it, in December. All right, it starts in December, so you can get one here at the nursery for free. And pretty uh, flowers on there. Yeah, lots of pretty pictures, stickers for the dates. Uh, and uh, that's just here, Millburgers, while supplies last. So come on out and pick one of those up, too. So lots of stuff going on. Well, get there, get your newsletter, too, as long yeah, as you sign up idea. for it. Take your choice, snail mail or uh-huh. on your uh, uh, an Internet or whatever. Oh, you can just pick it up every month here at the nursery if you want to. But yeah. it's much easier to get it electronically or uh, by mail. You think the post office likes the uh, term snail mail? No, I would think they didn't. I would think they didn't either. Although it's they're, they're getting, they're, uh, <laughs> they're not as stodgy as they used to be. Post office is pretty. Those were the good old days with the stodgy post yeah, office. Yeah, they're pretty aggressive, open to new ideas. Yeah. And, and uh, playing a big part in this uh, revolution we're having in terms of uh, 
retail sales by yeah. deliveries. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. Gosh, I'm, I'm I think of myself as stodgy when I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, you do. Uh, things you, change so fast. Yeah, it's amazing to watch the. Uh, well, like you were joking about with your. Uh, the postman who was uh, the other people that were upset uh, made that funny, but that delivered the packages for Amazon and some other stuff that the FedEx and UPS guys that probably were there in your neighborhood quite almost as often as the postman. And but anyway, all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a quick break. So while we do, you give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Wick, and this is nine thirty a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And if you've been at Millburgers these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Millburgers photo set up by the pumpkin patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Millburgers' big Halloween weekend celebration starting off with a blood drive that saturday from 10 until 2 30 here's my suggestion go to the south texas blood and tissue center website and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space but come on out and give blood to the south texas blood and tissue center and then your neighbors and both days that weekend the 26th and 27th enjoy all kinds of fun including face painting a balloon artist roasted corn virgin margaritas halloween treat bags terror trains and much much more at millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where a bunch of ghosts and goblins and spooks are running around Millburgers. And, uh, oh, she's getting some of the uh, corn. Yeah. Yeah, what is that? That's the corn stalks? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool that we have those. Uh, I don't know. I think they're hard to find. Um, but yeah. yeah, because the farmers always shred the corn stalk back okay. to add organic material to the soil. But that makes for nice Halloween fall decorations. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's got a bunch of them. Goodness, oh, she needs a bigger wagon, though. All right. Uh, <laughs> she's got too many for the small wagon. Yeah, one nice thing about bringing your children to uh, Millburgers yes. is that uh, while we're here, uh, Calvin supervises your children <laughs> and uh, keeps them in line, right? I, I bet you don't have that at any other nursery. Well, I, this this group, I didn't have much impact. Uh, on. No, <laughs> I just had uh, there. There's a lot of a lot of kids and people trying to get photos. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the kids were kind of kids were getting excited and yeah. throwing some rocks. Uh, <laughs> Calvin tried to correct it. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, thank you, Calvin. Good that he cared. 
All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We need to have, like, a little webcam. We need to have the terror train cam. It just, just goes around the nursery and uh, does that. Put we'll it on to, the front of the train. Yeah, we'll nothing. do like a Facebook Live. with. Uh, we'll put the phone up there, and then Roger can. Uh, yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Well, you know, I used to have, uh, uh, for my brother up yeah. there, oh, wow, I used to have a, a cam mm-hmm. uh, deal that I, I set up every time. It wasn't, wasn't that good. Uh, we got a question in, said, uh I want to grow vines on the west side of my porch. The porch is right next to the back door. My wife has problems with bees, so probably no flowering vines. Usually bees are worried about the flowers and not so much worried about you. But I know how... uh, how people that are are allergic to bees, especially, yeah. are very frightened of them. Uh, Forrest wrote them back. Uh, you might consider fig ivy, uh, Boston ivy, or grapes. Those are good, good recommendations uh, to to use as a as a vine without flowers. They they have flowers, but uh, they're small. Even cross even crossvine has a generally has doesn't have a real long bloom period. Yeah, it's an yeah. evergreen fo- foliage. So, and uh, well, the, it, it does attract hummingbirds and some pollinators, but not like yeah. coral vine or right butterfly vine. Yeah, probably got attract bees too. So. But crossvine is uh is nice. Yeah. The problem problem with that if you got deer though the deer will eat it. So <laughs> we were trying to figure out if uh, they wanted a vine without uh, bees that would attract bees. That wouldn't or would? Would not. Would would not. Doesn't flower. And we talked about fig ivy. That, that's where I would have headed. And grapes. And. Uh, Forest, forest wrote that. Probably, yeah, the fig ivy is a little easier to manage than grapes. Oh yeah, grapes you could, everyone. You could grow through Boston, the whole neighborhood, you know. And Boston ivy. Boston ivy is kind of neat. The, okay, it won't bloom either. Woodbine. What was that? Uh, woodbine. What? What was that vine that we? Um, didn't I don't think that bloomed. Of course, it had berries, so it must have bloomed sometime. Yeah, yeah. Virginia creeper. Yeah. I don't remember it being a real pollinator attractor, but it was. <laughs> but it yeah, that's move. that's big in the uh, up in the southeast. Yeah, and in, in the and north. the north. Yeah, because it won't freeze. Very pretty vine. Yeah. Colorful. Shiny leaves. Ah. Uh, Again, 210-308-8867. You know you have monarchs here? Do I? Yeah, right where they're supposed they're, to be, they're too. They're over on the milkweed. <coughs> oh, I see something over there. Yeah, kind of. He's doing this. Yeah, opening up and closing his wings. Does that mean he's happy? Yes. Okay. That's monarch talk for yeah, I'm happy right. on the milkweed. She probably made just made a long trip and so happy to fill up her <laughs> belly with uh, nectar. 
Uh, what's going on, Trace? You, y'all been busy today. Been, Lots of people. It's been uh, fun. Yeah. Uh, have we talked about our big to-do, big uh, happening there at Miller? No. You want to talk about the little Trace? We have a little bit. Our commercials yeah, we talk that. about it. Yeah, we've got a little bit of time. So we got all kinds of stuff happening the uh, weekend before uh, Halloween, mm-hmm. and it's our employee costume contest. So we encourage people to show up in costume as well. Uh, the kids uh, get little gift bags of candy that do that. Um, we're going to have the terror train going probably a little right. bit longer period of time. We're going to have hot dogs, chips and drinks, right. Nature's Creation. Yeah, Nature's Creation is providing and, uh, that. And that'll be very good hot dog. We did taste testing this last week. Ooh. Yeah, so, you said uh, there were Nathans? Uh, well, no. They stopped, oh, different carry- they stopped carrying a Nathan, so oh. we, had to, we had to pick and choose. That's why we did a taste uh, test. Oh, poor y'all. Uh, but they were good. Good. And everything's always even better when there's jalapenos on it. Huh? <laughs> uh, moon bounce, and that's going actually now and, and every day. Uh, we're going to have a balloon artist. Uh, we're going to have the blood drive, and we know you mm-hmm. have it in you. So yeah. uh, come on out for that. Uh, we got the kids painting pumpkin class. I believe that's full, though. But I think it is. You're welcome to show up, and if somebody doesn't uh, show up, then we'll have an extra pumpkin for them. Yeah. Face painting. Uh, obviously, we're going to have the pumpkin patch uh, going all the time. Roasted corn and virgin margaritas. Yeah. And I encourage someone to find a way out of the hay maze. Oh, good. Okay. The what? Uh, the, the hay maze is built special this year. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Very interesting. I was telling okay. Milton that yesterday I was looking out the back door of this building, and there was a <laughs> there was a lot of people in the maze, and one one young man and his mother. Had come to the, come to a dead end. There's a lot of dead ends. Uh, yeah, and she was try- she was trying to convince him that uh, we need to go back, and uh, he was all upset about that. Uh, he didn't he didn't want to go back. <laughs> so uh, that I, hey, made it interesting. Hey. It, what, what was funny about it, looking out the back door, is that maze was full of people, six feet apart. I mean, you yeah. know, all the leaves of the maze. Oh, on that note, we did get our corn stalks back in. Uh, we saw that. We saw some people Yeah, we saw somebody buying them. They're, they're uh, a couple feet taller than the ones we had before, but that's okay. Oh, good. Okay. Um, I'm going to just bring this up real quick because I said I was, uh, but also because it's coming up, it's a quick turnaround. So the next weekend, uh, which would be November 2nd, as the, as the year flies by, David Rodriguez will be back at Millburgers oh, no. doing lawn and landscape to-do list for the winter. He'll do another uh, presentation from 1030 until noon. Yeah, talk about all the color stuff that you can put in the, yeah. in the landscape to uh, to have a, a festive uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Yeah, so you want to come and uh, sign up for that. Those things are free. Uh, they do them once a month here at Millburgers, but uh, also... Uh, they uh, they just you just come unlike the uh, children's things which are also free, but you need an RSVP. This one uh, you don't need an RSVP. Just come on out, and enjoy uh, November second from ten thirty until noon. And David even said yesterday with the weather the way it was, that it really didn't get jumping until about eleven o'clock, and then a lot of people came. So they weren't there because it was cooler in the morning. Uh, and if it gets too cool, they just move it to the greenhouse and. Uh, 
and uh, do it, or there's bad weather, it's like rainy or drizzly. So in the winter months, it's more likely to be in the greenhouse. Yes. Yeah, cool. All right, Trace. Well, again, what's, what's, oh, do you need to run? Are you okay? I don't know. They're walkie talking to me. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, no, I was going to say real quick, repeat kind of some stuff that's coming in this week. Uh, Swiss chard. Okay. Um, celery. Celery's coming in. Celery, you, yeah. you you mentioned the uh, strawberries and stuff, too. Strawberries that we have. are here. Are you getting some? Not right now. Okay, okay, just asking. Uh, there'll be more <laughs> cyclamen, more primrose, more mums, more snapdragons, pansies, all your, all your good winter color stuff. People are really I think we got a question. Can, can we ask your question on the air? We've we got the radio <laughs> show going. Come on on. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to hear you. You'll have three... Three knowledgeable people. Oh, no, just two knowledgeable people answering your question. What's going on? So I have a lemon tree. Well, just talk in the mic so we can hear you. There you go. Hello? You, we got yeah. you. Perfect. I have a lemon tree and has produced a lot. But now what is happening at the end, you see, is, per, is creating this mark and looks like they are getting yellow. So they are getting rotten now. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. Rotten or just it's ripening? Start, no, it's not ripe because look, it has this stuff here. All of them. Yeah. It's not ripening. That looks like it got a lot of lemons on the tree. It has produced a lot. It's got a lot this year. Now. Yeah, the, yeah, it's plenty of them. So it started this one about two weeks ago. Yeah. So I don't know. Somebody in Greece told me that maybe. <laughs> It, the tree itself is not able to feed them right, so uh, I said, go and consult with the nursery and see what you can give to me so I can put it, so maybe I can save the rest of right. them. That's uh, right. If that was a tomato you were holding, we'd say it was blossoming and rot. Yeah, it's not tomato, it's a lemon. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, blossoming and rot has the same uh, same type of deal on the on the bottom. But uh, I think that's uh, caused by uh, our drought that we have. Are these in the ground? Yeah, he's in the ground. I'm. There's plenty of water on that. I'm watering it almost every every other day. Yeah, but when it when it's hot as it's been, and uh, the uh, uh, tree's got a lot of fruit on it. Yeah. Then uh, it can't uptake enough water to fill out the fruit. How, how old is the tree? The tree, probably 12, 13 years old, okay. has produced four or five years in a row yeah. very well. The same, even more fruits last Did year, you? and everything were beautiful fruits, yeah, yellow, yeah. nothing around, growing up. Did you, and did I have two other trees. They are fine. They are not having this issue. So did, you just fertil- this one. did you fertilize at all this year? I put, uh, yeah, I put some fertilizer there. What? Yeah. And, and a lot of mulch, so I've covered them very well. Yeah, that the mulch wouldn't make any difference. Maybe uh, it's the mulch. Other than the water, but uh, slow-release uh, slow lawn fertilizer, uh, when Jerry Mar- um, March yeah. next year, yeah. yeah. Now, how many... How many Lemons have you got on the thing? Lots and on lots. On this tree? Oh, it may have maybe 200 pounds. Oh, Lord. Has a so, lot. So yeah. you, you, you stress the tree with all those uh, so fruit. Do you suggest like those that started already, I can remove them all? Yeah. And leave the other, leave the other one or I can 
Maybe they will be healthy. Are there, are there good ones? That there there are plenty has? of good ones. Yeah, the tree has a lot of them. Not all of them are like this. It just started this two weeks Can ago. I see that. Does that mean uh, can't you you can't use the these two as uh, just cut off that end? You can you can keep them. I don't I don't need them. No, uh, yeah, I just want to. See. <laughs> Calvin's going to see if he can if it's through the that, through the fruit. He's trying to get the fruit. It looks like to me that you could if you wanted to you can just. What's it? What's inside? You've cut them out. Yeah, it has juice, but the, the issue is that these are not going to last long. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah, not going to be I mean, good or ripe. That if you uh, you know just just like the blossom in rot tomatoes. You yeah. Cut it off and use the fruit if you. Yeah, I use can, but I don't want others to get. Yeah. To have the same no, issue. So no. I was thinking, if it is any, if, any you, solution. if you keep it watered, it'll be all okay. The other fruit will be okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, this has been a pretty exceptional year. All right. Listen, we get you, you. I'll keep talking to him. We're going to begin to wrap up. All right. Good luck. If he has any more questions. All right. Well, we're going to say goodbye for today as we wrap up today's show. And we encourage you to do like this man did. Come by and ask your gardening question in person. We're back here every Saturday and Sunday from noon to 2. And we encourage you to come on by and visit with us. This is especially a fun time with all the activities happening and lots of people taking pictures now. Everybody's come on over to Millburgers. They brought the kids. They're dressed up in you costume. And uh, we uh, have, they're having fun taking pictures. So we will say goodbye for today on behalf of the docs. Thanks very much uh, for you for listening. Thanks to Al back at the station for doing a great job with the music and adding that uh, those Spot Barnett tunes at the last moment. So I appreciate that. I'm Milton Glick. We'll say goodbye for Millburgers. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.